Hello, everybody. Well, it's been about a year, and I'd say a breathless year, since we last spoke with Jeff and Clayton uh, of Focus Life Force Energy. I call them the fluffy guys. And a lot has happened. A lot has happened to our planet, our consciousness, big dips and swoons and rises back up again. And a lot has happened behind the scenes because they've had the time to continue refining Fluffy and doing some really kind of high-end experiments now. And uh, things that are going to apply to us, our bodies, our cells, the water in our houses and our bodies, our plants, our lives. So without further ado, let's go to Jeff and Clayton. So much has happened since we were last together. I was kind of shocked to realize it had been just a little over a year uh, since a catch up. Uh, even though, you know, I kind of know what you guys are doing. I follow what you're doing, but we haven't had a chance to share it with others. So first of all, give us an idea of what happened during COVID because you're always calibrating consciousness and you do this on a mass scale as well as individual level. And I, I know you have a couple of graphs we can take a look at to see what happened to us on a scale of consciousness and kind of where we're headed now. So everybody went into a total shock, uh, winter of 2020. Uh, then it started going into a very restrictive area of our lives that really upset a huge percentage of the planet. Other people went into fear, um, wanting to hide and stay away from others and everything in between. So if you want to go ahead and talk about the calibration portion of it during this period of time, Clayton, let's do that. And then Jeff can pull up the charts to see what we're looking at here. Sure. So if we go back to pre-COVID, late uh, 2019, the world was in uh, sort of the uh, 230 range, 230, 242 was our peak last, uh, we'll say October 2019. And um, you can see as a, as a planet, as COVID got announced, it was, you know, kind of February and March, the news came out. And in April, we hit our lowest point since uh, probably the dark um, ages, the dark ages, literally. Uh, the planet went to 100. In fact, I was on a meditation on April 2nd, um, and it was a world meditation. There was one on April 2nd and one on April 4th. And one of the facilitators of the world meditation was inviting people to focus on killing the virus. And that's not the, the framework you want to go into a, a world peace meditation. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I mean, it's a natural instinct. You want to get rid of things. You want to push things away that you feel are harming you. But it's interesting because this was this was April when the real kind of closings started happening where people couldn't see each other anymore. And I think, I mean, I'd love to hear your perspective on how much our disconnection from each other lent to this drop in consciousness globally. Well, we haven't gone back to that point since, even though we've had perhaps more restrictive measures in some areas. My understanding of what happened at that time was that we were uncertain of what it meant. Um, like, are we going to have to be locked down for a year? Are we going to be able to travel? When can we see our family? You know, how do we manage our finances during that time? So I think it was the fear of the unknown. 
and which and fear on the Hawkins map of consciousness. So this is all measured on the Hawkins map of consciousness. Fear is 100. So the planet went to basically fear. Yeah. Yeah. You can and see we, this. And then here we go, where people start learning how to contend with it. We're coming up to the autumn, uh, October, November. The numbers are just slowly creeping up again, entering into Christmas time. Kind of stalls out a bit because, again, uh, people cannot be with one another during the holiday. Mm -hmm. It kind of stalls. Yeah, and then January 6, 7, and 8 happen. That's the uh, yes, the riot or I don't know what you call it, the event at the Capitol Hill. And the uh, United States took a very, you know, took a big dip. It went right down to anger, right? Yes. People were angry. Anger, yeah. Yes. There was anger flowing from all sides. It was um, an outrageous event that occurred that we had never seen in modern history in America. Yeah, so Jeff and I just thought this would be indicative of what happens when there's a very large event. The world, it affected the world to some degree, but not nearly as much as it affected the United States. And we put this up because you're from the U.S., Regina, and a lot yeah. of our subscribers are. It's just more of a using it as an example. This would probably be a similar trend in most Western or first world countries. Makes so, sense. Yeah. And here we are. Um, I remember I was interviewing Simon Chukoisky back in the fall. And he said, by the time we hit April, you're going to start seeing this kind of reemergence happening naturally, mm -hmm. not, not hooked to vaccines or anything. There would be a natural reemergence. The virus would start, you know, dissipating and um, we would start seeing everything move upward again in terms of our spirits. And look what we're seeing here uh, at 4 2021. We're back up. It, well, in the US, we're back up a little above 350. And I have to say, guys, because your faces are covering it, uh, what happens this month, May of 2021, which is when we're recording this. So you'll probably be a couple, we uh, a couple weeks before people will see this. What is the number in May of 2021? I can't see it. Well, as of May, 2021. So these calibrations are done over the period of a month. So it's the average of the month. Mm -hmm. So we're on the 25th now, is it? So uh, as of the 25th, uh, well, we put the 24th here. We did it yesterday. Looks like the world is um yeah to 228 ish mm -hmm. and the usa is it's like around 370 perhaps yeah so it's it's slowly going up everything is mm -hmm. in spite of the turmoil that many of us are experiencing um, it seems like everything is starting to move towards its previous high good ways to go yet yeah we've got a ways to go but still um it's been a journey and I would think this would be almost an expected type of graph for what the planet has been through, you know? Some people find it helpful to see the relationship between the, the numbers on the map of consciousness and their own experience. Yes, I agree. Kind of correlates that's why, yeah, that's why I wanted to start out with this. And I really appreciate that you put that together. Can we take a look at that other graph, which had to do with a longer view uh, of history? I just want to see that for myself. This was a webinar that we had done some time ago, a few years ago, Regina, where we looked back at the level of consciousness, you know, in th over 3,000 years. And it was 
you know, it, it was very slow increase to about 190 where it really it never got above 190 until, um, you know, the, the, uh, what was that date? Clayton, the, the convergence. Yeah. Close to the harmonic convergence around 1986. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I, I, what I would say here, when you look at the, the global planet and uh, you all, the global chart and the U.S. chart, is we've come a long way. <laughs> this is the good news. We've come a long way. So thank you for sharing that. Let's uh, hop back on with me and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, start introducing a couple other subjects. But I just thought it would be really interesting after all this time for people to see where we were and where we're popping back to because the field of consciousness is what we're all bathed in. Can't separate ourselves from it. So with that in mind, let, there are several things we're going to be talking out today about that uh, you two have become involved in. And one of the really exciting ones is you decided to work with Dr. Emoto's lab and looking at the crystal structure of water that was uh, exposed to FLFE. Mm -hmm. And um, okay, first of all, did you are these samples, did you have to fly these samples? Are these samples flown over to Japan? and they were calibrated in their lab? Yes, yeah. What we, what we did is we, we used um, glass bottles and created an environment within the bottle that is an FLFE environment, like a home environment and an everywhere environment where we kept it contained within the, the bottles and then we had a third control. Uh, and it was a bit tricky to get it to to be just on the bottle because you don't want to affect other samples in the lab at the same time. So that was, uh, but we, we developed a way to do that where the FLFE environment was really just in the bottle. So you took it to the lab. They used Emoto's um, microscope. They used his camera system and were able to get a reflection of what the water that had been exposed looked like versus the control water. Now, I have already seen the images and we talked about this off camera a little bit. I thought, wow, where do you guys live that you have such wonderful drinking water running through your taps? So let's take a look at this so people will understand what I'm talking about because I have seen Emoto's other work. So here we have control, fluffy everywhere and fluffy property. Similar shapes that Emoto had from truth, happiness, and hope. Okay, now let's look at the control. The control's kind of pretty. I mean, it's teensy, and it has a little undefined stuff in the background. Oftentimes when you see control, a control water sample, it can literally look like awful viruses and blobs, depending on the city's water system. Now, when we talked about this, your, your water, now did you bring this from Cleveland, Jeff, or did this come from uh, Nelson? Uh, this was out of Ohio, yes. And, so, uh, Ohio, okay. Yeah. Now, so, yeah, finding the control was a bit difficult, you know, because I'm in an FLFE environment all the time, so, so I had to try to find a control, and it, you know, it, there's consciousness, fields of consciousness everywhere, so as the water flows to this tap, obviously it, it was it was positively affected. Um, the other thing to note, Regina, is that when you when you work with the Emoto lab, they send you back 
dozens and dozens of images of each yes. category. Mm -hmm. And then you pick the images to use. So what we did is we picked the best image of all three categories, the control and everywhere and property. So there were lots of gunky, terrible control images, right? But, and we could have picked one of those and it would have been very dramatic, but we, we picked the best one and there was only one of them. So right, and, that's and all the rest were terrible looking, but. Yeah, I wanted just, you to explain it because I know what you were trying to do is really be clear on your due diligence. You weren't trying to skew the results by putting the best of the after and the worst of the before. I know you guys really well, and that's not what you would do. So what we're seeing here is the best of the best, which is a teensy, nice little, you know, kind of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, hexagonal uh, crystallized form. Now, explain that to the next to the next. Well, what they call a, a beautiful hexagon is, is um, both the, uh, well, the FLFE property, what you see is what they call a beautiful hexagon, which is the top um, image, so, you know, the most coherent, the most, um, you know, highest consciousness, you could say, image that they have. And FLFE everywhere is, is like that, but it's slightly, um, I don't know, distorted is the right word, but it's not complete. Mm -hmm. And so it's like one level down from that, or, mm -hmm. you know, in the same, same kind well, of range. It's like it's partially formed and that it has sort of five of its legs of the hexagon, hexagonal crystal structure there, and the rest are a little bit uh, blurry. They're not, they're not really as well formed mm -hmm. as the, when you move on. But in order to get these, you know, very complex shapes and these forms, this beautiful hexagon, you know, the water needs to be in really good shape. You know, it needs to be really, in, as we see with truth and happiness and hope down below. Um, and I think there was, there's some other images of, um, what was the other image that you had seen, Clayton, that was similar to the FLFE property image? Uh, love. Love, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, okay. So, um, so we, here we can see the fluffy everywhere and then the fluffy property. Explain the difference between everywhere and property for people who aren't familiar with this. Well, the fluffy property service includes clearing. That's probably the major difference. Uh, clearing of the land, clearing of the, um, the buildings, everything nearby. around it, the house. Right. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's like, like doing like, like smudging, you know, that there's, there's so many factors influencing our, our environment, like uh, the previous history and what happened there. And if there was some kind of conflict or war or, you know, just individual conflict between groups, small groups of people, um, as well as geopathic stress, like moving water and electricity and, and, um, you know, the, the crossing of nodes and things like that. So the everywhere does not have that because it's moving, you know, it's a phone or it's an object. And so right. the, the amount of energy it would take to clear was just astronomical. So right. that's the major difference between okay. the two. So property is stable. It's the energy's focused on that. And it's really quite a beautiful, it's quite coherent considering mm. I, 
like I said, I can't quite imagine what the other not so nice samples of the city water look like, but I, I have seen plenty of them before and um, they're not coherent look. By and large, I, I don't think I've ever seen a naturally co coherent um, image of a public water system. Mm. I haven't mm. seen it. So this is beautiful. This is really good. Okay, so come back to the screen with me if you would so we can see your faces. And let's mm. talk about the implications of this for a moment. So if this is what's happening with Fluffy, now we can assume that's what's coming out of our pipes in our home. That's what's going into our drinking water, the water we cook with, the water that we're watering our plants with and hydrating ourselves with, right? Yeah, we have additional water programs on as well for microclustering and 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 um, reducing surface tension for hydration. And when we, you know, we use kinesiology often and we test our hydration. And when we made changes to the FLFV program or the service for hydration, we found that we were, it was easier for us to hydrate. Um, but having this very coherent, very positive energy reflected in the water, it just, it reflects the environment that we're in. And, you know, in all those water sources you mentioned, that that water is just, is, has that higher consciousness, um, you know, in it, you know, that it's, as we drink it, it's including that. And of course we have our bodies. Right. So this isn't just um, a super saturated exposure to Fluffy in a bottle. This just came out of the environment Fluffy was associated with. Mm -hmm. So this is what you would more or less expect to find, even though it's the, uh, coming out of any kind of imagery that is happening at a Moto's lab, if it's coming from a house that has fluffy on the, especially fluffy everywhere on it, right? Yeah, it's just like water in an FLFE environment. Yeah. So mm -hmm. now we have this beautiful, harmonious water going into the body. And that extends the conversation to another area that is absolutely beautiful and fascinating. And that has to do with now you're putting beautiful water on. Um, or not on uh, plants. And now I'd love for you to talk about what's happened in your associations, because my understanding is that you've gotten together with Dr. Gary Schwartz, whom I haven't seen in ages. In fact, last time I saw him was at the sushi bar at Harvey Nichols in London. <laughs> we were doing an interview there together. And uh, he has dealt with subtle fields and a lot of uh, phenomena regarding intuition, mind-to-mind, -mind and so forth. So his study is in subtle energy, subtle fields, and information. So now talk to us about how you and Gary Schwartz, University of Arizona, Tucson, got together and what kind of experiment that uh, you've hatched here. We were introduced to Gary by another gentleman who was working with us in the research uh, department, if you call it, of FLFE, and had, that's uh, Lewis. Lewis Humphreys. And what we're looking to do is to assemble a team of kind of world-class academically uh, trained researchers to help us uh, verify the positive influence of high consciousness fields in ways that, um, you know, in ways that they can. There's a certain standard of rigor that they, uh, 
have to have to maintain their professional kind of stature and of course get the credentials in the first place and so part of the conversation with the water was that you know Gary and Lewis like encouraged us to use the best Im images from each um, a sample and not use the worst and the best to create more of a kind of a contrast and so that was interesting because um, it's easy for the mind to want to make yourself look better but if you're working with these kind of men who were this well trained and this well respected at least they're respected by the people that i know um, you know they have like a, a standard it's like no you use the best from That's each cool. one you don't yeah mm -hmm. so it's it's great to work with them because they um they do have the credentials and you know i mean gary's got uh yale and harvard degrees yes you know he's a tenured <laughs> professor at, at university of arizona so it's a pretty high bar but we, we want to know the truth and um and interesting about just one comment about the water is that we have some rather rather large service projects on the city that jeff lives in <laughs> so okay. i was going to ask you if this was leading to something okay tell us about this you mean like city water supplies well i didn't uh i wasn't prepared there's always this, i think this might be the zinger jeff regina always surprises us <laughs> 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 well it's just uh where jeff lived and where i live we we sort of we have larger service projects on the whole area just to help the neighborhood and help the city help the town help the area so we kind of have these bubbles that go out into into the the, the neighborhoods and, and the cities and nothing in particular per se but we have like big piffs we have this pay it forward service we just put it on the whole on the whole area <laughs> well the yeah. with larger bodies of water or municipal areas well we're putting the this piff or pay it forward at 500 so 500 again is is the level of love on the hawkins map so that that and it's much you know it's not nearly as high as an flfe environment at 560 or 570 um, but it is at that love level so you can see that that control was had the love kind of configuration but it was a much lower uh energy you know it was not as well developed it was very much smaller so so i i think what clayton's saying and i agree is that the these service projects are at this lower level of of 500 in order to not get into um, free will right like 500 is love it's like blessing a place and you can just do that everywhere in the world. You can bless the world as often as you want. You don't need permission from a group of souls to bless the world mm -hmm. love is what you're saying. Right. And so we're blessing larger geographic areas. Um, and that that could could well have been part of the effect here. So we may for our next experiment with the moto, we may need to go further afield to to get our, our control sample. So yeah, maybe and, you might have to go, yeah. That, that would probably not be a bad idea. I just want to see what that's going to look like. But anyway, thank you for clarifying that. For clarifying that.
I hope you're enjoying this video because if you are, there are dozens more like it on my site, all supported by people like you. So if you'd like to keep this work rolling in and join our community, just click on the Patreon button at reginameredith.com. That also gives you access to insider commentary, my live book club, and other live events with special guests. So join in. Thanks. Uh, we'll go back to Gary here because you're doing uh, you're doing a project on plants. And first of all, you've already done some smaller experiments. So before we get into the full scope of what you're doing with Gary Schwartz, let's take a look at, um, first explain some of the smaller experiments you've been doing, and then you can take over the screen and show us what that looks like. Sure. Now, we hear from FLFE subscribers all the time, and we have lots of anecdotal you know, evidence or stories from them about plants in their environment. And so in the FLFE environment, like in a home or around a cell phone, there's exponentially more life force energy. And so the theory is that the plants take up that energy and they, they use it for their vitality and for their growth. And so customers tell us all the time, their plants are growing so much faster. They're looking healthier. We had uh, a person that we interviewed with fairly recently who said they had this big tree. It was, I think it was a banana tree that just grew incredibly, you know, ever since she yeah. got on the free trial and then she subscribed and it just like it took off and she had never seen it do that before. And this so is we, even on cut flowers. Uh, I notice in my house, uh, my plants grow well, but also people say, geez, how come your flowers last so long? Mine are all shriveled up after a week. And so it doesn't matter whether it's something living or something, you know, struggling with the end phases of life, like cut flowers is still yes. better. Yeah, I can talk about our cut flower experiment that, that we're, we're discussing doing with, with subscribers. Oh, yeah, tell us, just, just give us a quick hit on that. Yes, yeah, so in working with Gary and Lewis, um, whenever we start talking about a potential experiment, you know, we really get into the details of it. So we hear this from customers all the time about cut flowers lasting so much longer in the environment. And so what we're looking at doing is, is working with the FLFE subscribers to be part of the research team. Mm -hmm. So that we then, we open these experiments up for them to participate in. And so one of those is they would buy two sets of cut flowers and put them in vases, treat, you know, treat them the same, make sure, you know, they want, like one doesn't get fertilizer and the other, other one doesn't. But that, you know, they're exactly the same plain water. One stays in the FNFV environment. The other one runs over to the neighbor. Yeah. Who's not on and goes in their house. And then at intervals, pictures are taken, photographs are taken, and there's a place to upload those, you know, on the website. Um, but once we started talking about it, you know, Gary, you know, it became very clear we had to be very much the same environment, right? So, you know, if the water, because if you change water every two days, your flowers last longer. You know, if you add the preservative, you know, or the, the, the solution that you get from the florist that lasts longer. So that you have to make sure you control those variables and that people have very clear instructions about how to treat the water and, and the way you cut the stems. Like if you 
get cut flowers and you recut the stems before you put it in the water, it works so much better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you would have instructions for the customers to cut the stem, to put it in the water, to not use the solution. And so they're the same. So it's that kind of attention to the details, but it would be really exciting to get potentially thousands of customers joining us in these Oh, you're giving me an idea. My niece is a florist. Mm. And uh, it's just occurring to me if she gets, um, if she has her wholesale flowers there and takes yeah. a vase home with her and then treats them the same, I might see if she wants to experiment in that too, because mm. what a boon for florists to be able to have their flowers last longer. Yeah, yeah, if they're for That's their stock the to stay. Yeah. With loss mm -hmm. of inventory, uh, if you don't use it right away, your flowers start going bad. So that's really cool. I'm just, you, thank you. I'll, I will ask her if she wants to do this. I'll tell her, get on Fluffy and give it a shot and see if it's helping. So mm -hmm. now you have your flowers that are exposed to not only in your house, the water that's been exposed to Fluffy, but also to the environmental Fluffy versus a house that does not have these effects. So mm -hmm. very cool. Thank you for that. And I encourage anyone who's already on Fluffy, let's be part of the experiment. Meanwhile, you have seedling experiments, and I want to look at this because this can have, mm -hmm. I think this is going to have an incredible impact on agriculture in the future. We looked at, um, since we had this, this phenomenon happen with flowers and with trees in people's yards, we have one person, my favorite FLFE flower image is from a subdivision, or a plant image is from a subdivision where all the houses are the same, all the lots are the same, and they have three they have four trees in the back corner of this four-way uh, intersection of the houses. And there's these three kind of anemic, you know, scraggly looking trees. And then you have this one big tree with all the leaves on it. And, you know, it's, it's beautiful. That's, they've been on FLFE for three years. So we decided to look at how this could affect food and food production. So we went with uh, spinach because it's a really popular green. And, um, and we did some experiments with that. So I'll let, I'll let Jeff pick it up because he actually was the man doing it. Yeah, so these were experiments with spinach, as Clayton said, in a uh, controlled growing environment uh, with grow lights. So there was, uh, it was totally dark room um, and the, it was identical grow setup, identical heights of the lights, um, identical water and nutrients. And uh, this is the result. Uh, that you see here, um, the one on the left without FLFE and the one, uh, the one on the left with uh, FLFE and the one on the right mm -hmm. without. And um, it was a 29% change. Uh, in, so we looked first at the germination and we went from 25% uh, to 50% germination of the seeds. Mm -hmm. And then in measuring the, uh, the number of leaves and the length of the leaves, um, we had like 29% increase in, in, in growth. So, so that was really encouraging to see that in a controlled experiment. Uh, Very much so. Now this has implications for us at our homes too. Thank you for sharing that image, it's um, clear. It's very clear, very noticeable, the difference between the two. And this, this, this was over 30 days, uh, Regina, just, just to state. So it was 29% in 30 days. Yeah. 30 days. Okay, now, what does this mean for, for example, people that have fluffy everywhere on their homes? 
Um, should it be able to impact our personal gardens, not just our house plants and all, but uh, personal gardens as well? Should there be, be some spillover effect if it's fluffy everywhere since it is dealing with your pathic stress and the land itself? What's your thought on this? Have you played with it? We haven't looked at the difference between FLFE everywhere and the in the property or home subscription. Mm -hmm. um, F, the FLFE everywhere is more like a bubble, mm -hmm. you know, so it's much more supportive, very close to the to, to the center of the bubble where mm -hmm. you are, and then but out to three hundred feet, it's still higher um, LOC. It's in the five fifty five range, so it's still in the unconditional love zone. Um, so that would, you know, we would theorize that the plants would have more life force energy so they would grow, mm -hmm. um, you know, use that energy for their growth. Um, but the home subscription would have, you know, the a more consistent LOC throughout the whole mm -hmm. property. And like you said, it does mitigate um, uh, history on the land and also right. stress. Okay, now this gets back to Gary, because you're actually looking at taking this into a pretty big arena. And I'm very excited to see what the results are going to be. Um, so tell us about the nature of what's coming up with this very large controlled experiment having to do with agricultural land. Yeah, what was fun, Regina, is this came from a customer who is a farmer. And he and his father are farmers, organic farmers. 10,000 acres, and they um, really take good care of their soil. You know, they, they love their soil. And they were excited, you know, like, how do we put this on our whole farm? And we came back to them and said, well, let, let's do an experiment. You know, let's do, let's do part of the farm with FLFE. And we're actually doing three, three areas. We have a control, which is, you know, many of the acres. And then we'll have a zone that is the standard FLFE, just like the, the property service. And then we have a zone that's an enhanced uh, plant growth. And so they will be, um, they won't know which zone is where. And they're- well, okay. So you're not telling the, the farmers themselves which is which? No, and that's part of what's coming sure. from Gary is it's gotta be a blind study. Love it. Um, and then, they they their combines are able to measure the yield acre by acre so each acre will be you know a a, um, a measurement zone um and uh, then they'll be testing protein uh you know they're they're growing ancient grains so the protein content's really important um so yeah that's a big study uh this summer so by Fabulous. september we should have some results. So. All right. Well, we won't wait a year. I want to see what happens. We'll get back together after the harvest is in. But this is really exciting because we're looking at ways to enhance the life force in life and our water and our food supplies and our homes. And let's just go into it Relation in our relationships, okay? Uh, the whole COVID uh, season, the year of COVID, year and a half of COVID, uh, really put stress on relationships. And let's talk a little bit about what you have noticed with your clients, because you have a lot of them. Now, when we first started talking, 
you were tiny little guys, but you're not anymore. You got a lot of people subscribing around the world. I'm so excited. Uh, so let's talk about what the feedback was regarding relationships during this period of time. It seems that uh, in the time of COVID, if you want to uh, refer to it as that. Up in the time of COVID, like yes. cholera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, um, the contrast between the lower levels of consciousness present in our, in our countries and in the world, um, it really contrasts with the loving environment provided by the FLFU service. So when your home is 560 or higher and the world's at 100, that level of contrast is really more significant than if the world's at you know, 230 or 240. So we found that uh, people have valued more and more the, uh, the sanctuary that they're able to experience and the ability to let go some of the stresses of the world at the door and come into a place where they can be more present with each other and more compassionate um, uh, with what's going on in, uh, in their individual lives. Yeah, it would have turned the house into a sanctuary. Um, mm -hmm. It's into a sanctuary amidst all the craziness. Um, so anything you want to contribute to that, Jeff, it just makes sense. Yeah, we hear a lot from families about the relationships between um, particularly parent and child and there's a lot of homeschool, a lot of homeschooling was going on. Mm -hmm. And um, we've gotten some testimonials specifically on that. Um, because, you know, man, when every, everybody's together in one house and, and no one's going out, it's just, everything comes up to be healed. Right? <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I have some testimonials here. I've got one from a subscriber who, it was homeschooling, and um, I can read a little bit of that if you like. Yeah, sure, read a little bit. Yeah, so this was, um, actually they'd been homeschooling for a while, but um, what she said is before FLFE, we had a lot of miscommunication uh, and frustration, um, and then they just didn't think he'd be able to get through algebra at all, their son. And this year it, with FLFU is completely different. Um, he seemed to get it. There was no frustration. Um, and they, they weren't bumping heads the way they were. So that parent-child interaction just seemed to be at a more loving level is what she's saying. Um, and in the first two weeks of school, got straight A's. And I that, love that it. That had not happened before. Um, so very grateful. That's great. That's that's a wonderful testimonial from someone. I mean, we could go on with thousands of these all day long, but we'll just kind of cut to the new things you're doing. And thank you for sharing mm -hmm. that one because a lot mm -hmm. more people are going to be homeschooling after this. The world has changed. Decisions have been made that are quite different than what we were doing before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, having a sacred space, a safe space is incredibly important now. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is kind of the, the new things you have coming up, you have some enhancements coming up, right? And one of them is an EMF enhancement. Uh, give us a little catch up on 5G and EMFs and the enhancement so we can see where we are from where we were a year ago after you've done the initial uh, 5G router experiments. 
Yeah, we did an update recently, and it was sort of in alignment with the release of many, many new satellites. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there's, there's going to be 42,000 satellites from just one company that wants to provide high-speed internet around the world. And that's not including all the government satellites and other private companies in different countries that don't necessarily have the regulations that uh, they do in America. So we noticed that, uh, or some of our subscribers felt that there was an influence in the environment that wasn't there before the satellites went up. So we went back to the to the research uh, the research lab and started looking at how we could enhance the service. And so we came up with uh, we call it EMF 3.0, and it's really adding another layer of protection protection for the emergence of the additional satellite electronic smog, many people call it. And um, it kind of follows along the idea of the, the, the upgrade we did just at the time we did interview last year, which was to um, add an extra, there was another extra layer we added after we interviewed because it seems that some people are they're like gluten sensitives, you know, they just can't handle any gluten or they really strongly react to it. And there's more and more people out of that way with EMFs. And so maybe I'll let, if Jeff wants to get into the details of some of the mechanics of it or some of the elements, you can, you can go there. Well, I just want to say too, if anyone mm. has not already seen our last interview, when we talked about 5G, you did uh, your first experiment and you, I, we do have the graphs there with what the signal, what the background consciousness looked like, the energy looked like prior to putting Fluffy on and it was a fairly static up and down red line. Once Fluffy was applied, it flattened out to a very narrow band that you illustrated in blue. So you can go back and look at my last interview and that'll show what originally came up in those experiments using um, the bio well, right? Yes. Constant yeah. drop-offs technology. What, go mm -hmm. ahead. The GDP. Yeah, the GD, GDB camera. Yes. Absolutely, which is very sophisticated. So anything more you want to add on this? You've bumped it up. Now it's accommodating these satellites, increasing numbers of satellites. Anything else you want to say about this, Jeff? Well, we do have a, a sensitive, EMF-sensitive experiment coming up with a researcher out of the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, and she's an independent researcher, but she works primarily with EMF sensitives, people that are um, trying to get to the bottom of what's the biological basis of why people are sensitive, you know, what's happening. And we're doing a double blind study with her, with EMF sensitives and the FLFE service. So we've got a little bit of delay getting started due to, you know, things, things related to uh, the pandemic situation, but that's, soon soon going to launch and that'll be a fairly short study um, and then from there you could go on to blood work and looking at what's you know what is different when people are really affected by emfs and how 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 the service affects that perfect also you have a nutrient absorption update is that what am i calling it the right thing yeah, we, we call it energized nutrient energized nutrient so what's that mean when we started the service, um, one of the things we realized was that um, for people to have a, an experience of the benefits of being in a high consciousness field, you want to look at where we spend most of our energy. 
and most and digestion is the most energy consuming process of the body. So then we assumed that we could energize food as soon as it uh, touched the saliva and uh, turned out we could. So we, we did that. And um, then we realized that if we energized the specific nutrients in the food, we could energize it even better than just the, all the food. So we had 35, about 35 nutrients that we energized. And uh, we have an upgrade coming out where we're going to add 1,200 more nutrients. Oh, is chocolate one of them? <laughs> <laughs> All the good things. I love you on my chocolate. Yeah. That was on the first yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, and also another new thing uh, before we have final thoughts here is you have uh, the, your subscriptions have been based on an address, which does not allow people in certain regions or certain certain regions of the world or areas or townships uh, to be able to do fluffy. And so maybe you can talk about what this means because you've changed it to a photo ID base. What does that mean? Not to freak anybody out. We're not invading privacy, are we? <laughs> no, I mean, now this is coming out. It's not quite done yet. Regina will be in in June, July timeframe. Okay. Right? More like July timeframe. Okay. But this is a, uh, yeah, that's true. And in, in many countries, the address is not a good enough identifier of the space. And what we discovered is the FLFE wasn't associating properly with those locations. And it could be that the it's it's too fast of change and the record keeping isn't, isn't keeping up with it. Mm -hmm. um, and it can also be areas where it's more word of mouth on an address rather than a legal definition of a, of a lot, you know, of, old of, cottage down the road. Exactly. Right? <laughs> the, end yeah. of, the end of the lane. Um, yeah. So uh, what we're doing now or what we're working on is a photograph from the inside of the, of the house. Um, and so that contiguous space, you know, that, all opens up to each other um, would all be on the FLFE service. So with the full property home subscription. So that's what we're testing now. And that would roll out worldwide uh, when it's finished. Love it, guys. You know what? I just say uh, stay calm, which you are, and carry on, which you are. <laughs> it really applies to you guys because, I mean, you you walk your talk, you spend your time in meditation, you really contemplate before you make these moves and these liaisons with other people. And as always, I have immense respect for what you're doing. And I'm a huge fluffy, fluffy fan. I've got fluffy everywhere and on my phone. And so does everybody else I know pretty much, almost everybody I know. So any final thoughts on this before I say, if you don't have Fluffy, we really need it right now. Any final thoughts? We could start. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start to give you a chance to think, Jeff. Um, mm -hmm. I was just thinking back about the farm experiment and the joy it was to work with Gary and to have world-class uh, protocols in place to do it. I mean, double-blind is somewhat self-evident. But what we discovered was that with the new farm machinery, they can actually tell the yield per acre on the 10,000 acre farm. Yeah, crazy. And then, they, and then they, can take the, they can take that and separate it out and they can do nutrient density. They can do the amount of water the plants absorb. And then they can test the health of the soil. So it's just exciting to be uh, part of looking at what we know as true as individuals that a high consciousness field 
or high conscious environment feels better, we thrive more, the plants are healthier. And to turn that into some type of data that is measurable and quantifiable and satisfies the, the science part of all of us, you know, because we all like results and um, that are measurable. So it's, it's I be part of that. Agree because what you do is, is hard for people to comprehend because we're working through a field of consciousness. It's mm -hmm. on one hand, simply as natural as the fact that air exists on another highly esoteric and hard for people mm -hmm. to comprehend with i think any kind of linear mind because fluffy is pure consciousness carrying information to an environment of consciousness and you guys happen to have figured it out so uh jeff any final thoughts for you on this one I guess I keep coming back to to love, to unconditional love in, in this time. Uh, there's so much divisiveness in the world. And, you know, that being in that field of love and being in an environment of love is so supportive. But just to keep coming back to that personally, you know, okay, we've got uh, yes. people taking the vaccine, people not. There's different ways of viewing the situation and just just love on everyone. I agree because if there's one thing that COVID, I think uh, love in the time of COVID uh, taught <laughs> all of us is we were really stuck face to face with each other in a completely new way than we've ever experienced. And to bump up against and see difference between ourself and other. And to, as you say, as you just said, Jeff, to, to bathe this in this expressive, compassionate place of unconditional love versus looking at constant contrast, who's right, who's wrong, and expecting someone else to meet our preferences. I think that's what COVID was really good for, to say, wait a minute, we're each sovereign, we're each rocking around with our own preferences for life, and it doesn't mean we're gonna fulfill each other's. This was really, this was a grand experiment in learning that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so guys i just want to say um if there's nothing else here uh we're we're going to take off we're going to jump off i just wanted to say how grateful i am that we could get together after all this time i'm really excited and if you don't mind i want to ask your permission um to get together with gary if you don't mind to get together with dr schwartz again after this experiment completes and see what he has to say um, from his affiliation with an academic institution and the quality of this experiment do you mind he would love to talk to you yeah. okay good okay good yeah. so we'll bring gary on with us next time okay okay Absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, have a blessed summer of 2021. Hope you're out there and among people again. And uh, I just, I wish you the best of everything. And uh, I'll let everybody know how they can find Fluffy as soon as we sign off here. So thank you both, Jeff, Clayton. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Regina. Take care, Regina. Okay, everybody, if you're not already on Fluffy, and I know many of you are, which is why this update, I think, is really hope, uh, hopeful, helpful, important. Um, if you're not already on Fluffy, I highly recommend it, and I don't recommend very many things. I'm pretty picky, but you can go to flfe.net and find it, or if you're already watching this through the portal of my website, you'll see on the right-hand side a little iconic button that says Focus Life Force Energy. 
<laughs> and you can click there. Either path will get you there to uh, do a couple week experiment on it, see how you like it. And then you can go ahead and uh, sign up for real if it's working for you. So anyway, everybody, until next time, thank you for joining us here on reginameredith.com.